Welcome to Adobe Experience Makers, a show about Asia-Pacific's digital leaders in creativity, marketing, and business. Each episode, we speak to the champions of digital transformation who are shaping the world of customer experience as we know it, as they share their personal insights, stories, and ideas. I'm Siva Ganeshanan, APAC Director for Adobe Experience Cloud. And I'm Janie Lim, APAC Marketing Director for Adobe's digital media business. Today we're going to be talking about food and the complexities of personalizing your business approach across Asia Pacific. Siva, being based in Singapore, what types of culinary options do you have? How important is food to this culture? Being based in Singapore, I'm spoilt for culinary options. I could argue that it's one of the reasons I continue to be based in Singapore. But options-wise, there's everything from traditional Singaporean dishes that come from the people that, that make up the different cultures of Singapore. But also today, um, there's food that's rated amongst the best in the world. How do you see the food culture being different around the region? It's really interesting how different cultures interact with food and the way they eat. For example, in uh, Australia, we gather together for drinks very often and we have light snacks and we have a lot of conversation. It can go on all night. We have lots of conversation. When I go to Korea, we enjoy having a nice big meal of grilled meats. Yeah, Korea is really interesting because cooking the food is part of the culinary experience as well. You've got the barbecue. You're actually there actively cooking for each other and you can see somebody preparing the meal for you as you're talking about the Q4 marketing plan. Do you notice that increasingly across the regions, we don't just see one type of cuisine in the region? Like regardless of where we go, you find that there's more and more options. I actually start eating Italian food in Korea as well. People across the regions are starting to have a lot more intercultural uh, connections because of the evolution of digital. There's just so much information and a curiosity that is uh, brought up by just seeing foods from different cultures uh, on the internet. Local cooking with an APAC has a different style and flavor on every corner. And on today's show, we speak to one experience maker trying to cater to all palates right across the region. In India, we cook a dish on simmer for a long period of time. So we will put a, a dal and we will cook it for hours and hours. Whereas in China, we will do wok cooking and that will be you know, at extremely high heat and within a few minutes. So the kind of opportunities and options that we need to give to consumers for those type of needs in those markets need to be customized for those. Meet Vinay Dixit. He's the head of Electrolux India and vice president of Electrolux Asia Pacific. Despite its Swedish heritage, the white goods giant has now set its targets on Southeast Asia's rapidly growing middle class. We were intrigued to learn where Vinay's career actually began. <laughs> I'm always looking for something new to do. Um, so I was, uh, as I started my career in, in automotive and then I was with Unilever for some time in India. And that's a great learning platform. Unilever is a fantastic company in India, uh, one of the leaders in, in deep distribution, understanding of consumers. And I, I actually cut my teeth in marketing and sales, more sales than marketing in Unilever. And then uh, GM came to India. We were operating from one small room in a hotel uh, and, and built up you know, uh, several hundred million dollars business uh, over time. And I moved through different roles you know, always looking for something new to do. 
uh, after my India role, I did a role in, in Southeast Asia, looking after strategic marketing and planning in, in Southeast Asia, and then took on the, the, the marketing role for Asia Pacific. Vinay says he fell into the role that really ignited his career as a marketing leader, almost by chance. It happened one day as a, as a head of marketing, I was looking for project support for a certain initiative that we had in China. And there were a certain services firm, professional services firm, which were I was talking to in, in that area. And one of them was McKinsey. And I was having a chat with uh, the then managing director of McKinsey in China, Andrew Grant. And we were talking about the fact that obviously McKinsey is a, is a fantastic firm and, and has great uh, insights and can help us. But I didn't want to use McKinsey for a, let's say, three-month, six-month project and, and we get a report and, and, and we part ways. I was talking uh, to Andrew about, you know, is there a, an ongoing service model that allows us to utilize McKinsey's capabilities without paying the mega bucks that, that are associated with the McKinsey project? So anyway, that, uh, that conversation happened and actually we ended up uh, awarding that uh, project to someone else. But uh, a few months later, Andrew gave me a call and, and he said, you know, we've been thinking about what you were talking and, you know, what do you, what do you think about the idea of joining McKinsey to start something like that? So that was uh, how I joined McKinsey and set up uh, McKinsey Insights China, which was a very different business model. It was not a fixed duration project-based model, but it was a model of doing continuous consumer research, econometric research, and then utilizing this uh, this content, as well as our experts to provide support to our uh, our clients on an ongoing basis. So it, it was a two-year engagement uh, that we developed, and, and that was that was a, that was tremendous uh, experience for me personally and for the Insights China team uh, in a big way, because when you are in that close contact with the consumer on a on a on a week by week, month by month basis you really get to understand what are the deep problems that the consumer, that the client is facing. And then you can customize the solution for that. It was this process of continuous consumer research that gave him insights into the world of customer thinking, a skill which he's been using ever since. So I joined Electrolux five years ago in strategy and M&A role. And my role focuses more on the front end of the business. So I focus more on the consumer which is the end consumer, our customer, who are our channel partners uh, around Asia Pacific. And, and we have tried our, our level best to start using some of these new technologies with the external audience. I mean, the consumers are markedly different. And that is because food is very local. What our consumers are used to eating in Australia is extremely different from what we eat in India, for example. And in line with that, the products which are required to cook those dishes need to be very different. So for example, a lot of the Western cooking is using cavity cooking, ovens or cookers. So there's a lot of roasting involved and those kind of dishes being prepared. Whereas in the Eastern part of the world, in the, in more in the developing environments that we see, it's more surface cooking and most Predominantly, it's gas-based cooking. In recognizing that cooking needs are culturally driven, Vinay and his team have worked to champion experiences that drive local engagement on a global scale. It all starts with putting the consumers at the heart of everything we do. 
And we had been doing it for many years through development of products, but we are now moving in terms of developing experiences. We acquired a company called Vintech, which is into wine cabinets. They not only created these uh, wine cabinets, but they cu started curating wines and started offering those wines for purchase by their consumers. So it's not just about selling an appliance, it's about meeting an increasing share of the consumer's needs. And then we've gone ahead and we have expanded it even further from selling wine cabinets to offering curated wines. We have now got into this whole space of, of evening solutions. So offering, for example, uh, a wine tasting menu along with leading chefs, looking at the consumer's needs not just looking at selling a product, but starting the whole journey with the consumer by the sale of the product, and then an ongoing relationship, which we can meet increasing needs of the consumer. Lexilux is close to 100 years old. To consider that the first vacuum cleaner was sold in 1919, that's a long time for forming habits around company culture and attitudes towards customer experience. So as a business, we have been focused on serving the consumer's needs in different parts of the home. Uh, most of our focus is on kitchen with cooking as a lead category, followed by refrigeration, dish care, small appliances, etc. And then we meet the needs of consumers in other parts of home, including in fabric care, in home comfort, etc. Electrolux is a 90 year old brand emanating from Sweden. So we've been serving the needs of the consumers in home for a long, long time. So for example, Australia is our leading market where we have more than 35% market share. We have a strong presence as a branded business in Southeast Asia, and we have a growing and profitable presence now in, in China. So we have been in India for a long, long time, uh, more than 25, 30 years. But the India strategy has been working through acquisitions in the past and now working through the Electrolux brand to meet the needs of the consumers in the market. Now, when we talk about digital transformation, it takes many meanings. Then there's a whole area around manufacturing and digital is playing an increasingly important role in customizing the manufacturing to suit the needs of the consumer's choices in different markets. And the third area, which is a very critical area now, is the whole area of supply chain. The use of digital technologies, including robotics, etc., in supply chain enables a huge amount of efficiency to be carved out in the business, which helps in overall cost delivery to the business. So we've seen a lot of changes in, in the last five years. Our focus had primarily been on in-store marketing, it had been largely driven by traditional media, and we've seen that model completely turn on its head in the last five years. So how do you draw that connection between your internal digital transformation and the customer's purchasing decisions? Consumption patterns are changing rapidly. Whereas earlier, the consumers were okay with buying one-off products, now they're buying full kitchens. Whereas earlier, they would be focused on only one type of cooking, but now with the new MasterChef type of generation, people are actually trying out new cuisines. And that gives a lot of opportunity for us to bring 
some of these great opportunities from different markets and offered in to the consumers in each of the markets. Media is playing a huge role, both traditional media in these markets as well as digital media. And, and some of these markets have got such huge populations. You know, I mean, China, India, Indonesia, three of the biggest uh, uh, population markets are in Asia Pacific. Also, the consumption history in these markets is relatively short. So in many of these markets, consumers are getting into buying a refrigerator or a washing machine or a, a hood and a hob for the first time. So it's a novel consumption pattern. Now, what is similar about these markets is Western cooking now. Because these consumers are now seeing the master chefs and all these kind of programs which have become quite popular in their own markets, more and more consumers are getting into cavity-based cooking. So um, cooking uh, or, or, or making uh, cakes, pastries, you know, you know, those kind of, of things is an emerging trend in both markets. Cooking with steam is an emerging trend. Steam in oven is an emerging trend in both the markets. So some, some of these trends are changing at a at different pace, but we do see uh, these change happening in, in, in different markets across Asia. And with so many diverse cultures and flavors across the region, Vinay says that language is a key driving factor when it comes to crafting these local experiences for his customers. Language is absolutely necessary. I cannot go to a market and offer only English in Southeast Asia. I have to offer the right kind of knowledge solution. I also have to offer solution which is relevant in that market. And this is where the digital technologies are really, really helpful. In olden days, we would have these, you know, pamphlets and brochures and books and, and television spots and, you know, all those uh, things which had to be, you know, made once and then to repurpose them would be extremely difficult. Now, digital technologies are offering us the opportunity of mass customization in these markets. What does this require? Number one, it requires a lot of investment in consumer insight. Digital technologies are, are tools that we use to deliver the benefit, but the identification of those benefits needs to come from a, a strong consumer insight engine. And those consumer insight engines uh, could be old school, they could be some digital, but we rely a lot on ethnographic studies, shopper visits, in-home visits, etc., to really understand the consumers. And then we use digital technologies to customize the offering that we have for those consumers. So it's a mix of both having a common foundational element and a digital platform which allows us to customize the specific requirements in those markets. How are these sorts of deep dive customer insights informing marketing strategy? Vinay gives a couple of examples. It's all about making sure that we really, number one, understand the ongoing needs of the consumer and have a, a real constant dialogue with her to make sure that we are meeting those needs. And these days, with the, with the complete proliferation of different types of products, technologies, etc., it's impossible to do it through traditional means. It has to be using these kind of online digital technologies. Now, as an example, the new ovens that we are developing are absolutely state-of-the-art because Electrolux's history comes from professional. So 
more than 50% of Michelin star restaurants use Electrolux equipment. So we've been working with chefs for decades in meeting their needs of the highest order uh, of cooking equipment. And some of those learnings we have brought into consumer space. So steam cooking and especially high steam cooking uh, is, is one of those technologies. Now, once we have brought this technology into the consumer space, we really need to educate the consumer to make full use of those technologies. Otherwise, oftentimes consumers have a, you know, a set pattern. They will, you know, they're making a certain dish, you know, go and set up those settings, press a button and, and, and that's it. Uh, our job becomes much more interesting when we say, okay, if you're cooking bread, how about putting steam in bread? And it sounds so counterintuitive. Why would you put steam in bread? And then we show how you make the best bread using steam, which is the crust is nice and crispy from the outside and inside is soft and moist. So those are the kind of things that we need to do and we can't do it one by one. And therefore we have to utilize some of these digital technologies through a constant engagement with the consumer to be able to do that, whether it is in the form of videos that we use or, you know, uh, some of uh, some of these chat rooms that we have set up or or even some of these events where we call them we do taste events where the leading chefs come and show how they cook their dishes uh, cook the best dishes using electrolux equipment and we invite our 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 consumers to come and see that and tweet from there and use instagram and and facebook and and all those social media platforms to to really enhance the impact of, of that. So these technologies are, are absolutely critical uh, for us going forward. If I go to India, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. It's the mobile which is causing the, the democratization of digital technology, which is very good for us going forward. When it comes to communications across Asia Pacific, he says there are two key drivers for marketing success, internal mobile communications for an enhanced sales experience and social media to foster customer communities. So the first kind of communication is with our salespeople. And so we have developed, you know, online tools, uh, you know, uh, mobile tools, which allows them to do several things. You know, for example, order placement to the latest insights about a particular product or latest promotions. Some of these things, if we try to use, uh, you know, traditional media, it would take too much time. By the time we would, you know, roll out all these promotions, the time of the promotion would be over. So, so it allows us to be much more nimble. The second area is in this area of social media. And what we are doing is creating clubs and communities of sort. So, for example, in Thailand, we've come out with a whole campaign around taking back mealtime. What we found is that everybody has a, a digital device. And when it comes to a meal, you know, you could have people sitting at a table or in a room, but everyone is sort of has got their face in their mobile phone and people are not really conversed. Families are not talking amongst themselves, uh, but, you know, eating their food and, and fiddling with their, with their mobile devices. So we, we created a campaign called Tastier Together, which is all about bringing the family together at mealtime, but then used a lot of these digital technologies to get ideas of the kind of dishes that people could cook together. So, so mothers with their children or, or kids' recipes. Uh, and I tell you, 
the master chef junior has done a, a great service to our category where all the families are now getting into cooking dishes that i could only dream of uh, when i was young so so but but using an online platform that allows sharing of those recipes uh, to do things together to use digital technology to to spread our message but then when you cook and when you come together to eat a meal bring back that family times to have that conversation the real time conversation and 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 not be stuck into a digital device as someone who's built a career around being at the forefront of shifting trends and marketing innovation what's next for vinay and where to from here for electrolux so the first question that always gets asked is why change and it's all about giving the message about the future that the world is changing at such a rapid pace that what was successful in the past is getting disrupted at a rapid scale we only have to look at examples of industries like uh, accommodation or uh, transport services or automotive to see that many of those industries which are supposed to be bellwether industries and absolutely rock solid in fortune 500 are facing tremendous amount of disruption in the market and we are very sure that over time we will be facing those kind of challenges as well and so rather than take it as a problem we wanted to really embrace it as an opportunity and we are doing so in two ways one is organically so if you see what we what we are trying to do internally is to bring about a whole transformative culture of really digitizing all aspects of our internal working and the other area that we are looking at is through acquisitions so we are not only trying to reinvent ourselves from inside we are acquiring some of these players who are the leading players in the world and then trying to bring those capabilities from outside to help us become nimbler and more effective at how we meet the needs of the consumers so One area that I'm particularly passionate about is allowing people to actually touch feel and and use the product and then communicate the the benefits of that through digital. How we're doing it is through what we're calling experience centers where we get consumers to come in to cooking. We have a live stream of that running. They can if they want they can put that live stream on their own Facebook profiles or their instagrams etc of all the dishes that they create so this is a way of really encouraging a culture that brings people together and allows them to use our products to the best advantage we are right now working towards establishing those in thailand uh, malaysia vietnam indonesia in 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 all the markets and it's intensely gratifying to see how the core element of this program works well across the markets of course the kind of dishes that we are going to produce in thailand will be very different from what we showcase in in australia and and there'll be different ones in in vietnam but that's the that's a fun part of the business cooking is such an emotional category it has so many opportunities that allows us to bring such ideas to life in different markets that was vinay dikshit head of electrolux india and vice president of electrolux asia pacific To date, Electrolux has a market cap of 8.84 billion US dollars. Since this interview, the White Goods Company has gone on to create new experiences for customers using IoT, voice, and artificial intelligence.
So, so Janie, which of Vinay's qualities stood out most for you? So as a marketer, one of the traits that came across to me so powerfully was his ability to blend digital media, which is new, cutting edge, with traditional ways of co- connecting with their customers together into an experience that made sense. For example, he noticed that people were eating together but not talking because they're all immersed in their own digital devices and therefore came up with applications that would enable more sharing within the family over food topics. And I think it's also great that uh, in addition to giving customers a sense of uh, how they're interacting with them, they're doing a lot of mass customization digitally, but they're also not forgetting that customers need to see, touch, feel what they're buying, and they have all these customer experience centers to take care of that. Yeah, I think Vinay's always been a very strategic marketer. He's always taken a view of what is it that we're trying to do rather than some immediate tactic or something that, that that's there to to you know, get this quarter's results done. While focused on that, he's always been somebody who's thought ahead and put the customer at, at the center. Now, what's the knowledge that marketers can bring from traditional practice to the new modern platforms? I think it's the trick is really to understand the blend of activity that needs to happen. We have multiple routes to market these days, some digital and some not. For instance, we do a lot of social, we do a lot of web optimization, we do a lot of online media buys. But at the same time, our customers still need to continue to interact with us. So we have to continue to do a lot of community events face-to-face. We do run competitions face-to-face and uh, still have a lot of uh, activity and interaction with our evangelists. So how do we bring all these different experiences together in a sense that may, in a way that customers can relate to at different stages of their journey with us? Yeah, I think there's another whole, whole area of the core fundamental principles of marketing still exist. It is very much, you know, knowing the customer as intimately as you can, knowing what it is that your organization does and tying that innovation to what the needs of the customer are, a true across time. And if you've got that skill, it doesn't matter what platforms you worked on in your day. It's a skill that you can transfer to uh, the digital world. An amazing thing about this model it is really a great example of digital transformation in the business. They were selling pretty much hardware. Uh, it was electronic devices. Uh, and then they took this whole business and started looking at the customer journey and building ongoing relationships with their customers through various channels and helping the customers to learn how to use their um, technology and their tools, their devices better and that's just how the relationship between companies and their customers are transforming too. Uh, Vinay talks about localizing um, content and uh, to each market. Now, what approach can marketers take to make sure that content is truly localized to the market's culture rather than just merely being a translated version? The way to do localization beyond translation really involves a much deeper understanding of the culture that you're marketing within, it translates to the way people speak and interact with each other. What kind of topics does a particular culture like talking about? So it's just getting a deeper level of communication beyond just talking in that local language. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is to make sure that we don't try and do everything and impose everything from a central place. You let the people in that region, whether it's you know his internal teams that are locally empowered um, or 
when it comes to things like social media and in getting user generated content from that culture, make sort of fostering and enabling that content to come to the fore is naturally going to be locally and culturally relevant because that's where it comes from. I'm looking forward to seeing how Vinay is bringing his localization strategy in opening up the new markets. Thanks for tuning in to Experience Makers. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe via Apple Podcast or SoundCloud. And be sure to leave us a review while you're there. I'm your host, Siva Ganeshanathan. And I'm Janie Lin. Until next time.